laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Who huh? should have this person locked up and looked at? Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Murs and David Horning on this week's episode. Just the ridiculousness of it is what turns it into a great you know, joke. And sometimes you lose that you know, when you're trying to like make this point about cheating or something like that, that you got to always remember that. You know, bring that. Be a, be a comic. Be a funny person. Find the ridiculousness in, yeah. You can't laugh at that. Today's guest is Michael Moses, a comedian out of Toronto. Hey. Uh, where were you from originally? Uh, like I'm like more uh, west coast, kind of Alberta above Montana. I don't know if you guys know. The, I don't want to say. I don't want to say like, yo, you, uh, you know, dumb Americans, you don't know nothing. Like, How <laughs> would you ask me that question if you don't know? Uh, but not like I'm from Alberta originally, but I've been out here for like seven years. Yeah, just doing comedy and practice. Well, like going after comedy, not just doing that yeah. like day job and stuff, but going mm-hmm. after that comedy. Yeah, this is probably the best place to be in Canada. You know, mm-hmm. people worst place to be during COVID, but best place for comedy. In, uh, yeah, Canada. So you got to earn it. Yeah, you got to earn it, right? So you know, came out here seven years ago, been going at it. Uh, but originally from like a small town in like you know. Very uh, country. They got the like, you know, the stampede is huge. Cowboys and hockey and chew, you know, uh, spitting and that, you know, bar fights. That's the place where I'm from originally. The Texas of Canada. The Texas that- of Canada. Yeah, the uh, Texas uh, retarded brother. <laughs> or this younger brother who really wants to be Texas. But uh, yeah, that's exactly. That's it. Okay. All right. Did you did you start doing comedy out there? Uh, no, I didn't. There was nothing that actually, uh, this is a uh, like good. I, uh, there was no comedy kind of in the small town that I was in at all. And there was like, uh, Calgary is a bigger city around where they did have comedy, but it didn't even register that they did have comedy. So I knew it was either like Vancouver or Toronto. And I actually went to Vancouver first and kind of like stepped on stage for the first time out there. And then, you know, those first, like, and then just had like seven sets that were all bombs and whatnot. And I was like, okay moved back home for a little bit and then moved out to uh, Ontario, uh, Ontario here. But uh, there's a club that opened up in the small town I'm from, uh, Lethbridge, and they opened up like like the last two weekends in May. They uh, they opened up in like a, across the country, nothing's open, no clubs, but this one club in the small town where I'm from, where I like didn't start comedy, it opened last year. Had I messaged the dude and I was like, yo man, if I come through for a month, can I get stage time? He's like, yeah, man, we'll give you all the stage time you want. So I was able, all the June, I went back, uh, played at Good Times Comedy for a month. Uh, you know, they ran a Tuesday open mic and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two shows. And I jumped as, um, as many shows as I could. And it was, uh, yeah, it was perfect. Uh, the girlfriend's got flight benefits. So I got to get over there for like $86. Uh, you know, I got to work from home still. So it, kinda, it was a nice little month to come back and now there's some like patio shows and i did a, a show in a park yesterday and uh not as rusty as the rest of the comics i'll say that for sure all right no <laughs> it's it, you gotta shake off that rust for sure yeah yeah exactly also joining us as always is the co-host of you can't laugh at that steve Merce. how you Hello. feel steve feeling good 
Yeah, staying mm-hmm. isolated. Uh, every time my allergies flare up, I'm worried I have COVID, and I know that's <laughs> yeah. that's very common for people to say, but it's true. So, yeah, that little fear in the back of your mind. Like I'll go to bed like thinking like I definitely have COVID. I'll wake up feeling like a million dollars. Like nope, definitely don't have it. Uh, so <laughs> it's happened like. Like you look at like you could have that face that feels sick all the time. Like people look at you and go, are you okay? And you're like, you could be completely fine. But people are like, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. I get the, hey, Steve, you're really stoned. And I'll be like, no, I'm Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. There's, there's still under <laughs> sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for telling me I look tired. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good comment. Worst one is heroin. They're always like, Steve, like, they're like, why are you bags under your eyes? I'm like, these have been here since I was seven years old. You think I was doing heroin when I was seven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, though, you know. Everybody's <laughs> a story. Right. Um, Michael, today uh, we are going to talk about cheating. Yes, sir. What made you decide on that topic? Man, I've been, uh, like, I'm in this relationship, and it's weird. You go out and you see all these girls and stuff, and I'm going back home and seeing, you know, old high school flings and all these people. And now I just kind of, like, it was like some on my mind, like I'm in a relationship, but I'm not going to pretend like I haven't thought about it. And I was just like, all right, what, what if, you know, just like one of those things, those challenge, you know, you could, you always make a stupid uh, dick joke where you're like, what if I, like, what joke is somebody like not doing? What if I could make you cheating funny? You know, like definitely does. I've been cheated on jokes, but what if you like, I'm like, all right, let me try to take that on as something that like, let's see if I could make people laugh and, you know, so uh, I decided to go out there. That's the thing, you know, after being a, like a committed uh, relationship, I'm like, what if I can joke? Let's, let me joke about maybe that, that'll help me not do it if I can joke yeah. about it. <laughs> How does your girlfriend feel about that? She, uh, like, as long as, yeah, as long as it's not real, it's not fine. Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah, those jokes. There's only a few things I'm, she says I'm not allowed to joke about. And uh, fortunately enough, this isn't one of them. So. Okay. Uh, you know, as long as I, I, yeah, I think she's probably thinking the same way. I, I, as long as you joke about it, but don't do it. Good. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm joking. Like, what? I'm kidding. Joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could go to do it and stuff. I'd be like, no, I was just doing research for the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like method acting. But, but yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, and, and people really, and I think it's happening a lot. Like, I, I think cheating is out there, like, you know, like, a lot of people, uh, you know, are, are doing it. So I just like, I wonder if I do that in a room full of people, how it would go and just, you know, because, uh, you know, in, you, when you're at a club or something and there's some people, I'm sure there's somebody cheating in that room. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And, yeah, I had a, yeah, I'm just had, having fun, like, trying to make it, you know, like an ex- ex- funny, explosive joke, you know. But that's that's the thing. It's like the forbidden fruit. Like once you're in a relationship, like you yeah. start thinking about that, even though like you have no intention on acting. Right, on it. right, like, right. It's there, it's almost like when you're in, in in like church or in school or something, you're not allowed to laugh, and that's all yeah. you want to do. Like you yeah. just start seeing all the things that are funny. Or like you're in a relationship, you just start seeing all these single women. It's like, what? Why is this? And, it, and, and it's what? And it's different for comedy. Like I'm sure if my life was like more. Like there is a routine to it, but it's also different. You're you're doing uh, different shows. You're doing the same shows, but sometimes different people come. There's different girls there. You're hanging out with the comics after the show, you know, and 
you, you have a good set and people, you know, you feel good about yourself. People coming up with compliments, you know, a girl yeah. comes up and says, hey, nice set, you know. So, and you're always traveling, like, you know, I'm going, I'm going to Cleveland and, you know, meet people and I'm mm-hmm. going around to places. So, uh, yeah, it, like if I just had like a desk job where I like, you know, the only person possibly cheat on was like some, you know, overweight secretary, you know, that's easy choice to just go back home to a girl, right? comedy is a different thing where a lot of temptations and everything come your way you know it's always always stay for a drink always you know smoke this always what you want to do with this so yeah uh girls girls and i'm sure for you know even uh, female comics you know all these guys there going you know i'm sure there's temptation there as well absolutely You know, the, the biggest ego stroke that I can get is for somebody to come up to me and tell me I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. And yeah, we're community, that insecure part of us that wanted laughter, wanted to, you know, wanted to make that uh, girl in class laugh. And yeah. then it happens and mm-hmm. she comes up and says, or anybody comes up and says, you're funny. You're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's big. Are we are we dating now? Is this is that what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we best friend. Are you gonna follow yeah. me on stuff and share my posts and we hanging out on Tuesdays? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny that your brain goes there almost like right away. Yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, so you sent. Uh, I mean, it's just a, a kind of a quick one-off yeah. joke. Um, but let's play it. Get get to know a little bit of uh, of Michael's comedy, and then we'll kind of dive into. A little more uh, behind that joke and a couple other comics as well to get some alternate perspectives on it. Uh, Jeremy is going to load that bad boy up. Uh, this is Michael's clip. Good. I was in the salad. You know the white mouth sandwich, right? Lettuce, tomato, black forest ham, and maybe another meat mayonnaise all in it, right? I was eating a hell of a bit. I was enjoying it. And then Shaquille O'Neal came on the screen, famous black guy, right? And... Uh, comes on and he goes, hey, black people don't eat mayonnaise. Like it was a PSA for myself, you know? Like, I just walked up, black people don't eat mayonnaise. And I was, I spit out the sandwich. I was like, mom, are you trying to poison me? Shaquille O'Neal said black people don't eat mayonnaise. And so that's what it is. Now there's another black out here, Charlemagne the God. He's big in the hip hop community, yeah. Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, right? And he's out here and he's like, black men don't cheat. That's what he's saying, black men don't cheat. And I'm just like, okay, I guess we're just not enjoying anything anymore, okay? You can't laugh at that. What a jump. Yeah. <laughs> From mayonnaise on sandwiches to so, cheating. <laughs> Yo, thanks for those 75 views, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the podcaster skin that loaded up. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that, those were mostly me. Um, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, <laughs> analyzing the bit. You know, you're going, you're doing deep research. Yeah, yeah word. Me. Now, do you dive yeah. in deeper uh, into that topic from there, or do you move on to something? Else? I, I'm, I've been trying to, and it's been a struggle. But I've been trying to, like, because, uh, uh, like, just use those two examples of Shaq and uh, Charlemagne, right? That they're two rich black guys, mm-hmm. so they have the luxury of not eating mayonnaise and not cheating, right? right. Like. Like for Shaq, like you don't even have to eat sandwiches. That's how rich you are, right? Like when's the last time you actually had a sandwich? And Charlemagne can now afford like uh, family vacations, you know, and stuff. I listen to his podcast all the time. So he's always going to Angola. Uh, you'd have to, you know, know, but uh, like, you know, you, you he can afford to do family vacations and afford to do all these things where you maybe 
you know, you don't need to, but like as a, you, you know, poor black kid, you know, all the, like the only excitement you really have is the taste of another woman's sandwiches, you know? So <laughs> I've been trying to like figure uh, that out. Sometimes it's a little good, but uh, yeah, just uh, uh, well, uh, that's how deep I've gone. But yeah, I'm just, so I'll probably go deeper again, but like, uh, it's like, okay, let that first little bit get that laugh. Hopefully this gets laugh and then, you know, take it that step further and then remove whatever junk doesn't need. But uh, yeah, but I've been, uh, yeah, doing uh, a bit where like, uh, like on the, I can kind of bring it up and uh, on like low nights, like a Thursday night, Wednesday night, I can like make fun of people like that are at the show. Like everybody here is cheating, right? You know, like you don't bring your main girl to the Tuesday open mic. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so that I've been uh, doing that, Alan, but that's as far as I've kind of uh, now, it's one of those bits I'm like, all right. And you, you know, a bit you like unsure of, but like still want to work. You almost sometimes if you don't write it down in your set list, you almost forget to say it. Another new joke comes. But yeah, I mean, yeah, trying to like, yeah, just trying to make that a funny joke about, yeah, I just want to try to make cheating funny. I just, you know, that'd be, wow, we made cheating funny. Yeah. Great. Like he made he made for you to cheat funny, right? Not getting cheated on, like. But uh, uh, so I've been, yeah. Uh, hopefully, trying to get something, yeah, something fun, and yeah, and you got to remember the silliness of it too, right? When you're trying to do one of these jokes that are, you know, you got to always remember to be silly and be a comic and find some <laughs> kind of something in there. But yeah, I've been. Uh, that's a joke I've been working on. So when yeah. And especially in that case where you you know you're not coming across as a good dude, so you gotta right, exactly yeah, you gotta open it with you know something lighthearted, like, like hey, the I grew up you know, putting... the sandwiches that my mom made me, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, right, right. yeah. And then Shaq said, and I was like, yeah. So I'm trying to, yeah, exactly. You gotta yeah make it light, make, and yeah, I think that's where the joke may come from is the spontaneousness of it, of just mm-hmm. like, well, that came from left field, you know? Right. It was a, it was a quick jab. And yeah, you know, it's one of those jokes where they're laughing before they even like it registers right. what they're laughing about. Right. Right. So that's how you get them. Yeah. Right. Right. So then from there on out, the challenge is, is keeping them in as you like build your case. Right. Yeah. Build the case for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. The, yeah, you're going to be in a room full of people trying to, like, you know, like you always, you have that uh, imagine that, you know, you tell a joke and people cheer and like, you know, and, you know, carry you out the room. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then carry you back into the room because there's another comic on after you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Why don't we just leave? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, you build your case for it, uh, you know. Maybe Tiger Woods wasn't a bad guy or something. Like, you know, this is probably something to go, go through all the history of, of the cheaters out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, there's... And then even even now, like current events, like Will Smith and Jada. Right. For example. I mean, you know... Right. And, that, and that's like the biggest... Yeah, I'm like, look at the biggest couple that's like, you know, out there in the world, like besides Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, for sure. Jada on Will Smith... Like the coolest dude, like Fresh Prince, you could run, you know, and just like one of the coolest dudes, you know, decides to take over social media and takes over social media. If Jada can't, yeah, I think at the Park Show, a comic, uh, 
had a joke. He's like that. He's like, yo, man, if Will Smith, like the coolest dude, can't keep a bald black bitch, you know, it's, uh, it's you know, what's everybody else supposed to do if Will right. Smith can't keep somebody? Very interesting. Right. I mean, you even, you know, find a way to, to write it from the perspective of Jada. Like, yeah, yeah. Why would you cheat on somebody like Will Smith with August yeah. Alcina? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. If it was John Cena, okay, whatever. Right. Yeah, like yeah, Will Smith can sing to you too. Like yeah. there's nothing there's nothing another dude can't do that Will Smith can't do, you know? Yeah. You want will Smith will learn any you know instrument he needs to to play, you know. He, he'll do a Rubik's Cube in front of you. That's impressive, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will Smith is just like, how can I figure out how to be the best at everything? Right. So, right. He did a stand-up, uh he did a stand-up show not too I long ago. I saw that. Yeah. And like, yeah, that was, yeah, but it was good to like, yeah, see all these comics, you know, Chappelle and like even, you know, he'll kind of give them some notes. And it's interesting. He did like uh, try to do some stand up in an episode of The Fresh Prince. Like DL Hughley was like a guest. And yeah. mm. then Will Smith went up there and bombed. But that's cool. Yeah. I, uh, that was a, that was a, it was fun to anything to stand up and Will Smith, you know, I'm right. clicking on that for sure. Now, this this was an, I mean I don't know too much about this but I feel like they have almost a, a polyamorous relationship anyway. Right. I mean if you like read and listen to interviews with him he's a very like he has a very transcendent perspective of oh, what life is. Yeah. And so you know just the the monogamous thing like I think he realized you know a, a, if you're gonna cheat on Will Smith like if you're gonna cheat on somebody it better be Will Smith because yeah, he's already yeah. on that level where he's like this means nothing. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, no, very interesting. To, to bring it out on that a show, though, you know, and, like, maybe they have that relationship, but you never, like, with everybody coming out on everybody, you think there'd be some girls that came out and be like, yo, Will Smith and me you know, two years ago, me, you know? So, no. Will, I don't know. Maybe Will knows how to keep them quiet, you know? Right. NDAs. Yeah. NDAs. Lawsuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, NDAs, he's got the thing, yeah. He just brings out a clone of his past self to do it for. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That is that's yeah. It's Will Smith and Jada. Man, but I think Hollywood's probably like that. Like it's gotta be tough, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you throw in all the pedophile rings, and it's like <laughs> right. really complicated. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's it's yeah. The pedophile rings—that's the top. But then there's the cheating and the polygamy, and then there's not you know, cheating if they're under eighteen. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laughing. Reggie Watts was cheating on his own uh, fans by uh, going to a gun range. Uh, <laughs> and he went to a gun range and I was like defending him like, hey, he's it's not like I could get into this. I'm not going to waste you guys' time. But like he responded me to me, though. And I was like, yes, my favorite comedian responded to me. It was the coolest nice. thing I saw it this morning. You came to his defense. Right. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's he was cheating on his fans and, and and that's i mean that's a topic that can uh we can dive into even further is like cheating doesn't even necessarily mean on a romantic partner too I absolutely mean, yeah you know, there are different levels of it you know it's according the opposite side of the political spectrum well the seemingly he wasn't but right. people freaked out because they don't see the nuance in it no there's no there's no nuance in today's world of social media oh, in no. gratification anymore Hell Reggie's no. a good dude. I don't know why everybody's like, why are you changing sides? He's not. He just bought yeah. a gun. Who cares? Get yeah. over it. 
And it's funny that people are like, we need Reggie on our side. Like he's right. such this pole in the, you know, right. in like the race that, uh, you know, whichever side Reggie, well, that's a lot of votes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, that's it's like trying to recruit a, like LeBron James to your basketball team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's the X factor. Yeah. Reggie's going to really change, change your team to the championship, take your team to the, you know, finals. We're not worried about swing states anymore. It's Reggie Watts. It's Reggie Watts. For <laughs> One person. Yeah. It's um, not even like he's got to be on some political spectrum. It's just he's a reasonable guy. He's not like, I, I mean, from what I can see, he seems like a good dude. So I don't see why. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Politicizing him. Uh, right. But yeah. But uh, that goes, uh, I want to go back into the the um, audiences not you know, catching on to the nuances of, of jokes and bits and things like that. Like, how do you overcome that with a topic like cheating, you know? Um, yeah, it's very weird because, like, it's just, like, it almost, it used to be, maybe maybe now it's a change, like, you know, something, like, maybe comedy will change, like, you, because uh, you can't really explain a bit, right? It takes away from it. You can't sit down and really, like, like talk it out and wagon and, and you can't, you know, if you have a joke that you try to tell and then they go and then, and then you go, see, it's funny because then it's just, you know, it's not funny anymore. You can't do that. So I don't know. I think you definitely have to, uh, I think for jokes, yeah, now with no nuance, you have to, you can't just say shit for shock value anymore. You have to be well educated on the subject. You have to do some research. You have to come up with all those metaphors. That's a lot like, you know, that's a lot like, you know, you got to, do all these comparisons and give, and then, but it's may, maybe it makes it good. The co- comics will have more time now because what, you know, that clip right there is a minute 38. Now it's going to be seven minutes because I'm um, just constantly, you know, showing out examples, throwing out comparisons, uh, you know, trying to, you know, <laughs> defend it, you know, but like, yeah, look like, yeah. Yeah. so maybe it changes like that. Uh, comics. Yeah. You can't just say something to say something now. Because people, people are going. Oh, you mean this? Like you said, you said these words, but none of the words you said was what you you meant this. And so you gotta really explain it. And you know, when people come at you, they you know they can't come out can't can't come out you with that because you've explained it well enough. You know, right? Yeah. Make your argument undeniable, and there's right. nothing they can. Yeah, and yeah, and then finding the humor that way but you gotta do more you gotta you're gonna have to be more curious about it you can't just you know have this joke to have this joke about it you have to actually like look into it go talk to somebody who you know is a cheater or is a pedophile you gotta go do something <laughs> gotta go interview a pedophile yeah. that's why comics will have you know the podcast so they can have all these people on that they can talk to for an hour and a bit and be like okay cool <laughs> now i know a little bit now i can make this into a joke because i've talked to a serial murderer you know like to somebody who's you know killed somebody so now i can have a joke about serial so now i'm basically an expert it's not like i've done it yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that. you know i'm just at the cats you know i started with the bugs kill my kill my cat i have gone, but i know <laughs> i know what it feels like yeah, i've flayed a cat on a fence yeah anyway uh that's a different episode <laughs> cheating turned into serial murder mm-hmm. that's i mean who knows it's a slippery slope you know everything's a gateway to something now Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, you know, with this joke, like if you do the right analogies, the right metaphors, yeah. the right similes, uh, you can almost make people forget that they're laughing at 
something that they're right. like really opposed to. And then, yeah, and then because that's I think the you know some of the part of the, yeah, the comedy is you got to find that ridiculousness in it, mm-hmm. right? That in, insignificant ridiculousness in it. So by doing that, you, you you'll find that, and you'll just go still. You know, it's just that free flow of thought and free flow of stuff like starts here, but then yeah. it gets wild, you know, and then. And people rolling. Yeah, I totally forgot that that was a joke about cheating at all. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, you uh, you shot us a bit by Patrice O'Neill, and I think that's a good segue into that because he does that masterfully in this. And we're going to oh, play yeah. the whole bit yeah. just because you have to kind of follow the thread yeah. through uh, through the whole bit and what he's trying to say. Right. So good. It's so good. And that, yeah, this is probably the prime example of what we were talking about. Yeah. If you've listened to Patrice's on anything, his Opie and Anthony appearances of comedy, definitely, uh, you know, a, a guy that uh, is on the side of men always, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, it, man, like, just, yeah, I could go off on Patrice, but like, to have him alive now would be amazing in these times, in these, the, you know? But uh, yeah, yeah, just a guy that's on the side of men and, uh, you know, and trying to make women really understand, you know, what men are. So, yeah, that's kind of a bit. That might be a good intro for it. Yeah, it's a great intro. All right, here it is. Patrice O'Neill cheating. This is from his Comedy Central special. If you want to understand men, ladies, I'm look, I'm here for you. I'm just telling you what we are, what we are. You know, not who we are, what we are. Just like what we are that, that, that makes us struggle. And really, men are perfect creatures except for, you know, one... Like, if most women would want to be a man, if you didn't have to give up that power that you have, which is our weakness. That's our weakness. It's very difficult. I'm telling you, man, like, I don't want to want to be with other women, ever. Like, I want to just walk down the street and go, I never need to look at another woman again, because I'm with the last woman I'm ever going to be with. And I'm like, but it ain't real. It's just... Like, no guy wants to cheat and hurt his woman, man. That hurts. First of all, think about what cheating is for a second, ladies. Cheating is a man. He sneaks out of his own house to go, like, find some happiness behind your back so your feelings aren't hurt. is for you it's not it's not for me we don't want to hurt you if you give a lie detector test to a man and a woman and ask them the same questions man we would pass them both up to a point where it's like hey ask a woman you love your man you love your family you love your home you love what you built yep all right you see Brad Pitt or Denzel Washington or whatever standing there, would you risk everything you built with your man just to sleep with him? And women, look, they go, nah, I wouldn't. And they still pass the test. They'd be like, eh, you know, I, I, they look good, but I wouldn't. Ask guys the same thing, you know, boom. Love your woman, the kids, the house. Yeah. Uh, you, you see that girl passed out behind the dumpster? <laughs> Would you risk everything for a passed out woman behind a dumpster? 
I don't want to, but look at her with garbage on. She looks so cute with garbage on. <laughs> We're like, uh, I'm trying to like make it so women just like understand a little bit of like just to sympathize. It's like we're we're like sport fishermen. This is what I'm saying. Men like to fish, and sport fishing is different from catching fish for food. You just get it, you get it, you catch it, and you you know you you show your friends. Because you want them to know that you you can catch fish. You take a couple of pictures so you can show people the fish that you have the ability to catch, and then you release it back into the water. But a lot of women in here, you have boyfriends or husbands, you were fish that jump back on the boat and just was like flapping, looking at me like, hi. Uh. I was wondering if you're gonna be fishing here again next week. Like, yeah, for other fish, get off my boat. <laughs> Is that how you treat all the fish? You'd be like, oh god damn. Nope, I'm sorry, sweetie. You're the last fish I ever wanted to be with. Now you stuck. You're stuck with the last fish who was loving you and fighting hard to be on your boat. Then she got comfortable, and now she, instead of doing this, she's like, so we've been together for like a year now. Why do you still have a boat? You'd be like. So what's she trying to say? I can't catch fish no more? Why do you need to catch a fish? Because if I lose my ability to catch fish, then you're not going to find me sexy no more. So you got to smell fish on me so that you know I can catch fish so you can act right. <laughs> That's like, guys, you meet your girl, she was a hoe. Like, had whole, like, she big old booty and this and that. You got to let her do that. Don't start trying to frump her up and get her fat and get her foul. Because that's why you like her. I don't want no woman that no other guy's trying to I don't want a woman that I can send to the store at 2 in the morning. Because nobody's going to try to rape her. Like, I go, go get some bread at 3 in the morning. Hey, cut through the alley, bitch, because... Cause I talk to the junkies, they don't want it, they ain't got, they don't like it. So great. Such a good bit. I was, yeah. when I was, uh, the first time I was watching it, I was like, all right, what, like, where do I cut? Right, right. Can't, cause it's just a full, like, just completed, perfect chunk. Yeah. You were uh, asking me that question, like, yo, how, what, what do comics have to do? And I was to explain it, and then Patrice just did it. Yeah. Like, yeah, think of all the examples. The boat is hilarious. And then to switch it to, like, yo, men can cheat, but women, you got to be looking too, like, you could cheat too, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want a girl that any other guy's not trying to, like, I don't want a girl I can send through an alley. That's hilarious. You know? Right. So, <laughs> yeah, you, like... Yeah, also, yeah, don't keep it on one side. Fight for both sides, you know? 
fight for the other person in that. And that's a great example of, you know, if you're going to do a team bit like, all right, the men cheat, but women, you too, you know, yeah. which that, that was just what I thought now that, that we got to break down. Like, okay. Yeah. There's that side too. And don't forget about that. That's one of the most compelling things you can do when you're presenting an argument is, is yeah. to succinctly present a counter argument that right. still makes your point. Right. Like you can't just come at jokes from the one side and then you come from the, so you from the guy side, but then you come from the girl side, but then you come from the person they're cheating with side and you know, you come from all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you can take, you know, any topic and break it down from any one of those angles plus right. other angles. I mean, there's, there's so many different ways to, to break down a topic like this. Absolutely. Like from the person who's doing it from the person who got cheated on from the person who they, uh, who they cheated on you with to like, yeah. I mean, you can go into like family and friends and like the dog's point of view. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. The dog that you know has all the, yeah. And then you make the dog that has all the information and knows right. you know, the dog is that person that's watching the show. Yeah, and you know, has all the answers. Like you know, we watch Ozark, and we're like, "Oh my God, what are they? They don't know that this person did this." You know, but yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was a the best example for sure, right there on the joke and breaking it down. What comics will have to, you know, because that joke, you know, for Patrice, it be you know, it's cool to talk to comics that have those five minute, you know, plus, and talk about yo, where did that start? And they probably just thought it started with like a. 10 second thought and then just unraveled it. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's, it's almost like a, uh, a, a, like one of those Russian nesting dolls where it's like, yes. right, here's the joke, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's, there's more. Like, there's more, there's more, there's more. Yeah. Uh, Keep pulling it out. Yeah. 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 A doll is nice. Like you're just one doll, but then it, when it has the layers, yeah. you're like, Ooh, this, <laughs> yeah. these are popular. Everybody's going to have one of these. Like Somewhere. how much smaller are these dolls gonna yeah, get? Yeah, you keep going. going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great bit if you want to like as a as a comic, if you want to model something, like how yeah. do I how do I model that? It doesn't even have to be about cheating, but how do I model no. this five minute bit? You watch that and because like you said, he takes those different pe- perspectives. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it just kept going, like you almost forget. Like and it, and at each it's it's really about the same thing, but each thing feels like its own separate bit. You know, from the start to the dumpster to the boat to the alley, seems like three different you know jokes. But yeah, and and right now we're just talking about the writing aspect of it, not even the performance right. aspect of it. Right, facial expressions to tone to pacing. I mean, right, yeah. For him to sit in that silence, I never realized how long he actually sat in that. From like think about what cheating is to that, it's a long, it's a good time. He sits there to go. Cheating is for you, like yeah. you know, and yeah, to build up that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. Sure. If he'd have dove right into that punchline right from the setup, it wouldn't. You know, no, it wouldn't have worked. The fact that he right. sat there confidently and calm, and just let it sit there, and then you, and then it's perfect. That joke. Well, when you show the audience, and it's the girls are laughing. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't argue that, you know, nobody, nobody can like, you know, clip that now and go, oh, Patrice O'Neill's the cheater. And then, yeah, but look, you cut up, you know, nobody can put that clip up on Twitter and just say, Patrice O'Neill's this. And you're like, well, you obviously cut out the part where all the girls in the audience are like, you know, moving their bodies, pushing right. their friends. 
Plus, he's just, he's a comedian. He's, he's making people laugh. Like, people are like, eh, is this serious? Is this serious? Stop. <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. Can you please stop taking everything so literally? Absolutely. Um, back nuance mm-hmm. again. Right. I mean, it's Patrice. I mean, it, like, you know what you're getting into when you watch a Patrice O'Neill bit. Right. I mean. You, you should, yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not just a nobody where it's like, I wonder what he's going to say. And you're on right. a, like you know what you're getting yourself into. So you, you're a little more relaxed when you watch it. Right. You know? Yeah. You, you can almost look at it, but the, the perspective is like totally different, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like well, the reason that people are laughing at that, that stuff is the, the same reason that people might find it not funny, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. They take it too literally. It's like, you, that's the point. That's why you laugh at things. Cause they're not right. That's what makes his, that's how his career was built was on that. Principle. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, he was really great at that. Yeah, and to take a subject like that, yeah, that was a mask to watch. You're like, okay, yeah, if you're young, yeah, comic book, especially like myself, when you watch that and you just sit in that silence, because when you bring up a subject, you want to rush through, you're like, let me okay, you don't want to talk fast, you want to yell to make it funny, and then you're like, nah, I can just sit in it. Yeah, you got to sell it. You got to sell it. You know, so like you believe it, you know, and right. he definitely believes it. And that's even that pause, that silence that he's comfortable with. I mean, that that just communicates to the audience that we're in good hands with this yeah. sensitive bit. Like, yeah, you know, conveying that. Like, and just letting you think about it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you bring it up, it is why like a comedy show. I, I When people say, uh, you know, like when you have long lineups and then by the end of the show, they're getting tired. But like, think about how many respects that that the audience has had come at them you know throughout the night and their mindset has had to change from this person's life to this person's perspective so Mm -hmm. for you to yeah sit in it and give them time to think and trust that they're listening you know Mm -hmm. uh, not all pot not all silences are bad you know right you can comedy like that right and it's so easy to forget that on stage because if there's silence, you almost want to fill it right away. Like, Absolutely. You yeah. want to fill it. Right. Um, and I love, you know, the, the point that you make on a long lineup, there's all these different perspectives and that's kind of like, that's sort of what I wanted to do with that. Get COVID out of your system show was right. What if they were all, what if we were all talking about the same thing? Like, I want to right. see how many different ways, cause that's interesting to me. Oh, for sure. As a comic, as a human being, I love hearing different perspectives on the same topic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's a thing that like, it's wow, COVID, because the whole world is going through it. But each person's experience of it is a little different. Right. I think it's very cool. Like, you know, you'll never be able to meet somebody across the world and not be able to talk to them about COVID because it's, you you know. Right. Yeah. From Argentina. And go, yo, what was it like for you there? As old as we feel like it is already, it's like, no, it's like extremely relatable. So we're going to have to joke about it. When this oh, is yeah, 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 for sure. It's like Trump. It's like, yeah, it's getting old, but also like everybody can relate. And I like realized like even watching some of the, like the Gerard Carmichael, but like he brought up Tiger Woods. I'm like, oh, you can still bring that up. You can still joke about that stuff that happened years ago. So COVID, yeah, you definitely... It's good. It would be weird being in the room, you know, full of comps and then just not talk about it. Right. Not talk about yeah. how everybody's distance, you know, apart and, you know, the waiters are wearing masks and, you know, right. wiping down the mic every between every set and nobody brings up, you know. 
this? You have to. It, it's it's um, you're almost betraying the audience if you don't. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like kind of like you said, like if you go into Patrice, you kind of know what you're saying. If you're going into a comedy show now, you got to know that these jokes are coming. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I was trying to escape this. <laughs> You're not gonna escape. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Laugh about it. It's therapeutic. Yeah. yeah there we go. <laughs> yeah. Think of yeah. Every post you like saw about it. Yeah. Nobody's making a joke. Yeah, ref- refusing to laugh about something. I mean, that's the worst thing that you can do. It's like, oh, I want to avoid it. Like, no, you should laugh about it. Even in, even if you disagree with what the comic's saying, you yeah. know, there is they found it funny, and the people around you are finding it funny. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're just sitting there like, no, I wanted a joke about ducks and yeah. things and and the toaster being, you know, and I, I wanted some Jerry Seinfeld up in here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be, could you imagine if Patrice were still alive and then he would come out with a special and he's got like Jeff Dunham puppets? Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's that betrayal of trust, you know, if you're Patrice O'Neill, you know you got to, I mean, but he's being himself. I mean, he's very throughout his career. He has shown that this is this bit that he did is very on par. It's on, uh, it's on brand for what. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And yeah, this is something that's happened in his life. Like, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't argue with it because he's actually might've experienced something like that or had enough, you know? Yeah, for sure. But like, especially like you knew like Chappelle was going to come up with something like that, you know? Yeah, wouldn't be like, oh, Chappelle's next special will just be, you know, another. No, he was gonna. He was definitely gonna talk about everything like that's been going on. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are saying, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna kill comedy. Right. And here's my thing: comedy is always adapting with the times. Always, yeah. It's it, sure it might, you know, it. Some comics might quit. Some clubs might close. Um, but comedy is challenging the status quo. Absolutely. By its nature. It's taking what we see and asking why and challenging why that's true and asking why can't it be this or, you know, why can't it be that? Right. And so, if co- like, comedy by its nature has to survive this. Otherwise, this oh. has been an illusion. <laughs> like this yeah, you know, absolutely. And yeah, and yeah, it definitely will. And like you said, yeah, it definitely grows with the time. Like, man, I watched, uh, like, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon, which was a great show. But just, you know, the comedy back then, like, if you did that now, people would be like, that's old and hacky. People wouldn't laugh. Like, it's definitely just wrong. But back then, murder, right? right. Like, you know, like, like, like impressionists murdered back, you know, and, and now some impressionists, it's like, okay, you know, but it's not. But, you know, time, and comedy has definitely always grown and come with, you know, and been, a, been ahead of you know, what's been going on. Speaking of like adapting with the times, uh, going back to Patrice's uh, set. Yeah. How do you, because there, there are some parts of it where nowadays I think they would get picked oh, apart. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but here, here's the thing. He makes guys out to be trash. He makes his initial point, you know, cheating is for you, which, you know, could be a controversial topic from some absolutely. people's perspective. Yeah. Sure. Well, and, and then he uh, he does the lie detector thing, you know. Right. If you ask a woman if she, if Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or whatever, yeah, right there would you? And they would pass yeah. the test. And then a guy is like, "What about that girl behind the pass? <laughs> yeah, behind that yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like 
that's i mean that's oh if you did rough. that girl passed out behind the dumpster right now it's over you did that yeah. that example you wouldn't yeah wouldn't fly you wouldn't be able to get to the next you know four minutes of the joke because people would be not on your side you know so right. yeah which is funny because like just like 2020 but back when what was that 2012 2000 you know you know that passed up probably on the dumpster joke got laughs, man. Like that was the example. Yeah. It'd be interesting to think of what, what example he could use, you know, if a girl saw Brad Pitt, would she risk her family? If a guy saw, yeah, you couldn't even, you know, cause you, you can't make it another celebrity. You can't go Jenna Aniston or, you know, you, right. there's no, that's no, almost known that it's going to be something. You have to do something that's just very, and then, like, you see that Starbucks girl or something. Like, you see, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I, I understand why he made that uh, right. that comparison. Just, you know, he's punching down on dudes in general. Like, we'll take anything, and, kind of. And it's just great from the biggest extreme, from Brad Pitt to a girl past below a dumpster is just the lowest yeah. a girl could be at. And Brad Pitt's the highest a dude could be at, right? right. So and he even... have to do that big extreme in there. Right, right. And he even takes that even further as saying, oh, you look cute with that garbage on you. Yeah. Oh, she got garbage on that. Yeah. She, yeah. He kind of introduces an aspect of silliness. No one would ever say that. So mm-hmm. it's almost like, oh, he's joking. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But, but yeah, that, that example definitely wouldn't uh, fly. But no. Nah, sure. Not. He would have. Like, it's so weird. You're like trying to, I'm trying to even think of something. But he, if he was, you know, if he could, if he was doing that bit, he would find something, you know. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so he makes a controversial point, and then he punches down on dudes. And then yeah. the the fishing it's metaphor. I mean, so great. It's like one of the greatest. Metaphors, yeah, for sure. yeah. It's uh, yeah, and it's hilarious because yeah, it's just one of those things. Like we've all gone through life and had these relationships, or seeing people, girls and guys, just a fish that jumps back on the boat is hilarious. And it's so funny because that's something a girl would go, I'm that fish that jumped on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> like would laugh, and, you know? So, yeah, that, the yeah, the, one of the greatest, for sure. It's so funny. It know? is. And, and it, it is, is true. Like, you know, think about a girl and you show her, you show the fish. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's such a perfect, yeah, metaphor for it. And you got to find those in your jokes. And yeah, it's, it's the perfect one, fish and <laughs> Just flapping at me. And then why do you need a boat? Like a year later, yeah. well, why do you need a boat? And you're like, I got you with this boat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the only reason I'm with you is because, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and then there's something deeper too. Like, you know, he probably could have just explained, like, you because you can just joke about it, but you can't explain it. But there is something deep about something about the, you know, a guy like being able to attract a girl. That's a little bit attractive at the same time, you know, you might not want to admit it, but if your dude would, would was not attractive or like he does it with the girls in the alley, but like if your dude wasn't, you know, somehow you wouldn't find him attractive anymore. So if you, you need that boat because you need to realize that I can still catch fish. Right. Uh, and like he could explain that, but you got to just do the joke and you can't, you know, but it was a good enough metaphor where you go, okay, I get that. That's funny. That's a funny part. Right. Over explaining it would it would remind people what the joke is actually about and right. what that what that metaphor does right. is it gets people to forget 
and like you almost see yourself in yes. the fish or the, or the yeah, fish yeah, yeah. in a weird way it works um and you're right you know you get into a relationship you get comfortable like and then you yeah. lose out on that like initial attraction <clears throat> absolutely so you need to yeah have that like oh i got him mm-hmm. you know like i, I got her you know? yeah so, yeah and then he puts it perfectly like i, mean, I wouldn't want it girl that no other guy's trying to fuck that that's hilarious right right and he's not advocating at any point no. but he's just you know presenting yeah he's not yeah he's not going yeah i hope my girls out there fucking on me while i'm taping this special but he's, <laughs> he's going yeah <laughs> the alley it's perfect i talk to the junkies they don't like you that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, nobody wants that um no nah, that's that's such a good bit and yeah. uh so Patrice, man, I mean, there are so many bits of his big breakdown as far as oh, writing, as far as performance, uh, but his act out as the fish kind of introduces. Yeah. Him to this. So just it's like, this is harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, the shaking yeah. is perfect. It's subtle. You know, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like go, you know, crazy. and, the, and the, the wide eyes mm-hmm. too, like the wide eyed fish that doesn't blink, but just looking at you, yeah, right. staring at you and, doesn't blink and so you're gonna be fishing here next week right so, yeah. <laughs> yeah for yeah other for fish. other fish <laughs> yeah. get off my boat yeah okay. yeah um so that so that's a good i guess argument for uh not for cheating but you know from that perspective sure. and then cool. uh under like i think yeah it's like one of those taboo things that you don't talk about but realize it's out there in yeah. every like relationship like if you're in a relationship long time and you haven't like talked about it or anything like he goes on to talk about like yo uh girls if you just told your guy hey thank you for not cheating he would go wow okay you know because but yeah i think it's it's a taboo thing where yeah it's a a great bit you crossed the line the next bit is from the other point of view, from getting cheated on. Right, right. And uh, I mean, it's it's a longer bit. I have it broken down because he's almost making another joke before he gets into this bit. But right. uh, this is Drew Michael from his Comedy Central uh, half hour. Been cheated on before. It's it's not good. It lives up to the hype. You know, cheating. It's not. It brings up just the, a trust and abandonment issues. Just uh, like it's bad. And I told her. I said, I think this is a deal breaker for me. I don't think I can. I think this is it. And she, she said something I think a lot of people say after they cheat. She said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I made one mistake. Like, can you just forgive my one mistake? Like, I love you. Can you get past this one mistake? Can we work through this one mistake? Just forgive this one mistake. It's like, well, one? One mistake? How is cheating one mistake? Cheating is like 50 mistakes in a row. <laughs> one mistake is like you take someone else's coat by accident. That's one mistake. You add the tip wrong on a credit card receipt. That's one mistake. Cheating is a complex algorithm of steps. <laughs> All the steps are necessary in order to pull off the task of cheating. Right? You know how easy it is not to f- somebody? <laughs> like, I have not f- almost every person ever. Like, It's pretty easy. Like, cheating is not one mistake. It's a series of mistakes you made in succession. You texted him. You met him at a bar. You got drinks with him. You got too many drinks with him. You went back to his apartment. You laid down on his bed. You made out with him. You took off his clothes. You took off your clothes. You got his dick hard. You got your pussy wet. You used it to his dick over and over and over until it 
on to you, and then you were like, oh, whoops, no! Mm-hmm. How is that one mistake? What, did you slip and all that stuff just happened? Like, you can't, that's a process. You cannot say a whole process is one mistake. Nobody ever bakes a cake, gets all the ingredients from the store, follows the recipe step by step, puts it into the oven, takes it out, and is like, oh, shit, a cake. I meant to do my taxes. Like, <laughs> you can't mail the IRS a bunt cake. They're gonna be like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry, I made one mistake. <laughs> <laughs> What are your reactions to to that bit on how he makes such yeah, a no, heartbreaking the, topic funny? The performance of it, the 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 hand on go, the fucking over is really strong. Like uh, you definitely watch it when he goes the hand and he uses it to mm-hmm. replicate the funny. It's good, but I think yeah, it's a great bit because he lets you know that he's in it, so you definitely feel him like a dude that's been cheated on, right? Mm-hmm. And I like the fact to just take, you know, you could go. Like, so, but just to take that one thing she said, the one mistake, you know, like the cheating and she cheated on me. And then she said, oh, it's one mistake. And he could have like, you could go a different way, but to focus on that and make a joke about even the word, the, the, the phrase one mistake is, mm-hmm. you know, so funny and so smart to go after and go, oh, one mistake, one mistake, one mistake. And you're like, this is it, you know, just to let you guys know this isn't just one mistake. Yeah, I think the wording, the writing of it to repeat one mistake is uh, is smart and then to go into it. And then again, yeah, the one mistake and go, whoops, right? And again, you know, the writing is good because you he goes past that with the perfect metaphor of the cake. But you could stop like, you know, and when you're like, sometimes you're doing jokes, you could stop right at whoops, you know, like, oh. Yeah. And the joke is, it's all right, but it takes it to another level when you do the metaphor about the, oh, I meant the cake. And then to take it a step further to go, I I sent the cake to the IRS and I was like, oh, one mistake, it's perfect. You know, it's, yeah. that's why you get that girl going, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like the difference perfect. between like manslaughter and premeditated murder. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't like, oh fuck, ah shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Especially with bolt action rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One mistake. You gotta go. yeah. <laughs> Too soon. And and you made the point of the reiteration. The one mistake. One mistake. One. He's telling you what's funny about the joke. Like, right. What's funny isn't the fact that he got cheated on. That right. you know he bring you know he brings up the pain and the anger, not right. by saying I'm angry and it hurt. I mean, he said at the beginning, uh, it's it's bad. Right. But that's it. He like you said with his hand motions and the speed at which he right, um, right. and that's point. such a like a great uh comic way to go like just a comics way of thinking even is that the fact like all right you cheated on me but know what i'm even more pissed about a little bit is the fact that your excuse to yeah. the cheating the cheating hurts and it sucks but the excuse is what a comic would focus on and go mm-hmm. i'm gonna make fun of that fucking excuse what the fuck is that excuse you know yeah, I'm not, I don't. I broke up with her because she makes stupid excuses like that. Nah, you know, she. I mean, we could have maybe got over that, but that excuse, fuck, <laughs> one mistake, one yeah. mistake, and yeah, and then he breaks down the process 
I love how Comedy Central censors fuck but not pussy. You know, right. like, yeah. you can choose. Come on, what words are words, but that's not the point of this. Um, yeah, the way he conveys his anger is it just adds to the joke. Um, yeah, for sure. I think you take away from the joke if if you were to tell people how you, how your emotions are. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just I think you always just taking that step further. You know, with explaining it, boom, you got that joke. A comparison, boom, and then you know a nice little cherry on top is sending that to the IRS. And right, right. It, you know, the kid just being in it, people are like, oh, he he got cheated on, but yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the the cake metaphor. Um, yeah, and. Then, Oh no, a cake! Like I meant to do my taxes. It's yeah, like yeah. third reference, right? Could have been, you know, he could have been like, "Oh, I meant to make you know, like a pie." That's too right. close to it, right? It's yeah, that yeah. jump that's. And I think yeah, that's what, when you're in these jokes that are like could be tough and could be you got to find the ridiculousness, right? Mm-hmm. So. Patrice does it with a girl behind a dumpster, the trash on her head, the ridiculous, funny, a cake. You know, I meant to do my taxes. Just the ridiculousness of it is what turns it into a great, you know, joke. And sometimes you lose that, you know, when you're trying to like make this point about cheating or something like that, that you got to always remember to, you know, bring that, be be a comic, be a funny person, find the ridiculousness in, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I wish... You know, I had him here to, to ask the question, like, how many different things did you go through when you until landing on do my taxes? Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's when the crafting of the joke is really because, you know, yeah, to talk to him about how, well, how did it start? Well, obviously, it started with my girlfriend cheating on me. But uh, other than that, you know, the joke, uh, yeah, where, how did, how long did it take? Did it take six months to really get to what it is now? Did it take, right. You know? Right. It could have been, yeah. That's why you get, it's it's hard uh, when people you know that aren't comics you know ask you oh, all these you know jokes so you know they don't understand. Oh, that joke started like you know she just said one mistake. That's not one mistake. Yeah, and then he just kept going, and you know, and other comics may have came up to him after shows, and you know that's so funny. That's like you know you could have you know had somebody like help, like give him a little take for it that like, you know, when somebody comes with a different, you know, cause they're not attached to it. Like he's definitely in it. And I bet like he's a comic that he got cheated on and probably went to a comedy show that night Yeah, and went up on stage. And then somebody who didn't get cheated on it, just thinking about how they can turn into a joke comes up and goes, yo, Drew, man, that's funny that you got to do a comparison or you got to, you know, that's not one mistake. That's yeah. 50 or something like that. And he goes, Oh fuck! And then you know, take that. I love that. I love. I love when something happens to me, and then I just riff on it that night, and maybe get like one laugh, or as long as I get people like nodding along with me, I'm I'm cool with that. You need that reassurance. You're like, okay, you need every joke starts with you. Just need that something that that tells you it's something, right? You just need that little chuckle or something. You go, oh, okay, that's something. I thought that was nothing, but it's everything. Right now. uh, you know, as a comic, I've I've met comics that are resistant to feedback, and I've met comics that are just like, "Give me all the tags." Right. <laughs> like, what, what are I mean? I'm I'm one of them, man. I, I, <laughs> yeah, love, yeah. I love when people um, come up to me and say, "You know, if you were to add this, you know, it could make it funnier. If you were to do this different, right. because right. I'm I'm so focused on 
making it funny in the first place, taking what I think is funny and trying to find a way to communicate that. With other right. people, that I almost missed out on some of those nuances. So like, as far as, um, you know, are, are you pretty open to that? You know, or, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, I think and yeah, I think, yeah, I'm open to it. And also, you know, the trash when it comes to your door, right? Like when some, a comic, uh, like give something, you're like, oh, okay. And you know, it's nothing, yeah. you know, sometimes they're great, but like, like people can come to you and, and yeah, you come to me and like, yeah, here's a take. And I've had those and I'm like, oh, that definitely helped take it further. Cause sometimes you are almost too close to it. You're in the, you know, whatever you're in the forest, you can't see the trees. Right. Whatever. But, uh, so some comic just comes at it because they're just looking at it as a joke. Really, when you're thinking about your jokes, you're thinking about, oh, man, I'm trying to say this and it's gonna, you're trying to craft this thing and you're too closer than somebody comes and goes as it, at it just as a joke and gives you a little bit. So I, yeah, I, you know, take them and they help and like, you know, you add to it and then you, they add to it and then you add to that, right? And then you have your, your bit and, and then you go, go and you keep t- saying it night after night that, and it grows into something else. And then sometimes people come up to you and it's like, nah, or it's the lamest thing or it's the hackiest thing. And you're like, well, I'm not going to use that, but appreciate it. Yeah, I don't want to shut down comics, but I get it, you know. Right. Comics don't, but man, but I, I think I've seen it be a detriment to some comics, man. Like I had a friend that I started out with and he wouldn't take nothing. Mm. And I think it hurt him more than it would help him because he had the ideas but he just couldn't find the things. And I'm like, yo, if you did this, just, and I think that helps, especially when you're starting out, you know, just to, you know, you because just to get up there and start making people laugh with jokes helps a lot because that will lead to other shows and it will lead to better shows. And then you'll be able to find your own voice in yourself. But when you're starting out, you don't have it. So if you think, nah, I'm just going to keep it to my voice, you know, or my perspective, but you haven't lived a lot now. You know, you're young or however old you start, but you're still, if you're still in your 20s, you're still young in comedy, you probably haven't had a bunch of different perspectives, but now you're in comedy and you're friends with people you would never be friends with outside of comedy that are going to come with different perspectives and give you, you know, an idea on a joke, right? So, yeah, I think, I think you should, you got to be open to it and just take it and get that laugh on stage, especially if you're like starting out and young, just get, get those laughs on stage and you'll feel good and, then, you know, as you're up on stage, you get more, then you'll get more confidence and then your own writing will come and maybe you won't need to use um, people's suggestions as much. You can't laugh at that. But I think the most important thing is that the, the cheating itself isn't funny. Right. I mean... When when we say that anything can be funny, it's not always necessarily that thing itself. Like we did, we did a right. show about suicide. We did a show, you know, about death, about you know, school shootings. Like right. the thing itself isn't funny, and that's right. the thing that a lot of non comics don't realize that we're not joking about the thing itself. Right. Yeah. At least, at least, good comics aren't. That's um, a great. That's a great point. Yeah, you're you're not joking about the thing itself. It's that ridiculous around right. it. It's that yeah. you know, one mistake. It's that you know the, the reason why you're in a relationship in the first place is because you know. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a great great point that you're not joking about yet yeah, cheating yourself with this things right. around it. The ridiculousness. This this world is small and you know sometimes insignificant. 
insignificant. So you got to find that ridiculous. Right. Mm-hmm. In it. And that's what comics are trying to yeah. do. Finding so, the funny in, in the outlying details. Yeah. That yes. make the 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 um the big thing, which in this case would be cheating, funny, right? But again, yes. we're not laughing at that specific. Yeah, no, yeah. And if anybody like you know was in the audience fresh and got cheated on, you're not making fun yeah. of them. You're not right. making them feel maybe smaller than they are, trying to embarrass them. You're like, nah, I'm just trying. Yeah. Right. My hope is that you uh, find some levity in whatever circumstance you find yourself in. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Through this new perspective, because I mean, if you can make somebody laugh about something, like you've you've in essence, shifted their perspective, whether they realize it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as they crack a smile or, you know, giggle or like full out laughter. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We met at the, uh, the Cleveland comedy festival yes. last year. And, uh, you know, I found your, your stuff really, really funny. You had a bit about wolves and Ontario, and that was like, that's, <laughs> it, it made me laugh. And I was like, this dude, like, you know, knows his shit. Uh, and then we did the uh, the the COVID show, and you had those like books behind you, those like yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. I, I kinda, to, you know, when you're doing all these, you know, uh, things, <laughs> you're trying to find everybody's somebody got a cool background. So you're like, let me pull out my comedy books now. I'm just in, yeah. you know, in my bathroom, just uh, in front of this. But oh, yeah, I had the books. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like almost like a lineup. Um, like yeah, it's a like a station. ship ship lap we put yeah. in a, a ship. this is hooks for you know clothes or towels or whatnot and stuff. Yeah. And so. Um now as far as like writing comedy, did you just go into it? Did you just start? Or did you uh did you read up on it first? Did you like get the research? Yeah, I think you definitely like uh yeah, get that recent like read whatever there is, right? Like you read I read like that uh you know. Uh, Chris Rock said that he was in a comedy club for, you know, 14 years straight, like every day. And, you know, you read those. But then, yeah, you just uh, really, there's a lot of stuff out there, man. Yeah, like a lot of comics on interviews and stuff. And you just start listening to all of that. And you kind of get an idea, okay, it's going to be a long road. It's going to be, you know, I guess it's going to be lonely at some times. It might, it might be, you know, it's going to be hard and there's going to be, it's, you know, but it's going to be. So then you kind of have an understanding of that and you never know. And you're like, all right, everybody's journey is different, but, and there's no, and comedy is no blueprint. You just got to do it and try to be funny and try to be a good person. And then, so then, yeah, you just step on stage and you realize, oh man, this is, you know, this is what I want to do. And you just keep going at it and, you know, keep uh, doing things. And you're like, okay, you know, after a while, you're like, all right, let me go to Cleveland. Let me apply to this festival. Let me go down there and realize and then you, you you learn things as you go, right? You're yeah. always learning. Like definitely, like the more you do it, it is like a, you're you are your own business. You know, it is it is like a funny business. It is business funny. You know, you gotta you gotta network with people. You know, comics run more shows than you know people. So and like comics won't put you on a show if they don't like you, and they won't you know and these. Uh, and then it's just those opportunities to get on stage to tell your jokes, to learn from that set and move forward. And, you know, and you want more people in the audience, you know, so if somebody's got a good show, you just better. So then you just learn as you go. And then the, the writing, yeah, just a, a kind of, uh, yeah, figure it out on stage. Like I'll have an idea. And then, you know, that well, I like to try to do as many sets as I can, even if it's a shitty open mic, just to kind of say it into a mic or out loud. And then, yeah, so I just, it's one of those things where, like, you know, 
you say it on stage and then your mind and then you get off stage and your mind goes, yo, you could have said this or, uh, you know, another comic comes up and goes, hey, you could take this this way. Or they, even somebody comes up and goes, yo, that's funny. Then you go, OK, there's something there and you move forward. So like I'll jot down like little notes, like, you know, dash notes, but nothing, not full write outs or anything. And I've tried like, you know, everything to but. I don't know, sitting down and just writing the whole bit out for me just felt like almost like homework. And like if I didn't come away from it, then I fail. Right. <laughs> and, and then I'm like looking at my arm oh, and nothing came out of it. But I, but then I know some comics that are great writers that do. And you got to figure out your own way of doing it. And like, yeah, just kind of figured out on stage and jotting down some notes or like, you know, or when your mind's thinking about it late at night or before bed or in the afternoon, just jot that down. And uh, you know, take a peek at it and then step on stage with it. But, yeah, so that's uh, been the process, but it's been yeah, good, and it's uh, been like seven years, and just yeah. you know, keep going and realize what it is and keep going. Yeah, that's a good note. I mean, you always got to be on. You always got to be ready to ready to take that that spark right. of inspiration. Sometimes your mind just you know, it, you find yourself like if you for like it's like you can't force it, but if you just sit in there. And your mind goes, you're like, okay, okay. Jot that down. And but then you're like, it's weird with COVID, you can have those thoughts and then not have a stage to do it yeah. on. That's why when, when it first kind of started, I was like, okay, I'll just take this time. You know, it's not like I'm stopping, it's the whole world, every comic in the world is stopped. So even playing field know. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know because there's that little bit of, yeah comedy is like oh man that person quit or oh that you didn't do a set in how long but now it's like everybody so you're like okay i cannot i cannot do comedy for you know mm-hmm. a few months and you know because everybody has to stop and uh right. it's been good that things are kind of popping back up and stuff and that was good that like when you asked me to do covid show i think that was the first one i was like oh shit i gotta try to come up with something now and like Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, what is it? So I kind of really took an old joke, older joke, and put it into new times, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That That's always an option. Yeah. As a performer, you know, I mean, you can, you know, there's no old material that's ever off limits right. to me, you know. There's, there, there can always be a context where it works. Or maybe I wasn't that good of a writer at that time and I can bring it back. Laughing. As far as uh, just wrapping this up, um, the the topic of cheating, is there any like any other point of view uh, that you wanted to dive into or any uh, I, any notes or any advice for anybody who's like writing a joke about something like let's say it happened to them or they know somebody that it happened to or, or so on? Like, what would uh, you say? Like, uh, like, end notes would just be kind of like a reiteration of what we've been saying this whole time is, you know, just to find that ridiculousness in it, you know, and the things around, like you said, that are around it, not the actual thing. And then, yeah, and always try to keep, like, you might find that first tag, but always try to go back, try to find a metaphor, you know, those are, those are always great. And, you know, if you find one that's great, it's brilliant. And, if you know, and, uh, yeah, everything relates in life a little bit somehow. So if you can find it, like a cake in a diarist and or a boat and fish, it's you know amazing. And then yeah, and then take it a, and then take it a step further. Uh, so I think yeah, just don't be satisfied with that first little bit. And then always yeah, when you're talking about these taboo subjects, just be 
let's try to find the ridiculousness in it and have, you know, have fun. Cause you know, if you feel uncomfortable out there, they can, the audience is going to feel uncomfortable. If yeah. you don't trust yourself, they don't trust you. And, right. uh, you know, and make sure what you're talking about, you know, you, is like, you know, something that you definitely, that's been in your mind a lot that you've been like, all right, I got to get this out in a joke form or you've been through a knife. Cause you know, now, now people want authentic. You can feel it more. Right. Like, you know, people, when, when you're telling bullshit up there, people know. Yeah. 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 Yep. 100%. Cool, man. Um, thanks for taking the time to jump on this podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Like uh, where can we find you on social media? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm like uh, Instagram. Uh, it's Michael Moses. ITS Michael Moses. And like Facebook, Michael Moses. And then like, Jonna, yeah, like you had that clip on the YouTube and, you know, you see how that's been uh, catching on. So I've just been trying to put more clips up on YouTube and, uh, you know, I don't have the, I don't, you know, don't have enough followers to have the YouTube dash slash Michael Moses, but we're hoping to get there. So search in Michael Moses to the search bar and, uh, you know, hit subscribe. That would be appreciated. But uh, yeah. And you can find that. that, No problem. Yeah. You can find that Wolves joke. uh, Yeah. That Wolf joke is on there. So, yeah. Yeah. If you want to know what we're talking about, check it out. It's a great joke. Thanks, bro. Thank yeah, for sure, it. man. Thanks for having me on, you guys. It's good. Yeah, and Absolutely, we're looking forward man. to seeing uh, seeing the evolution and the additions oh, to the, that G- meeting. The G- yeah, yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, this was a great reminder to go. All right, keep working on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to follow up with us and then let us know how. It's Absolutely. Going. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime you uh, get down to the states when it's safe again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, as always, you know we've uh, we've. <laughs> Is, no matter if it hurts you, if it hurts someone, there is a way to laugh at that. Also, also, uh, special thanks to Jeremy Demery and Golden Ox Studios for always uh, crushing it on the, the production standpoint. Uh, yes. For your podcasting and streaming needs, visit goldenoxstudios.com and uh, check that out. So, got to plug that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.